This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Stress and anxiety can constantly try to threaten our joy and peace, but we can choose to stand on his promise. Be still and know that he is God. He's got us in the palm of his hand. Lisa Harper, Karen Harmon, Elaine Fisher, Robin Wilkerson, and Allison Allen are all here to talk about how to choose peace. Come on, join us. You know, we have choices that we can make daily, and it's so important for us to choose peace and to prioritize it in our life. You know, Psalm 34 tells us to seek peace and to pursue it. Mm-hmm. But it's not always easy <laughs> to choose peace, is it? No. no <laughs> At least not. it isn't for me. And I know in my life, there was a season where choosing peace was very very difficult. And I think we're all moms here, I think. Yeah. So maybe you guys can relate to this, but when I became a new mom, mm-hmm. I had a hard time choosing peace. Yeah. And I had battled fear and worry through different stages in my life. But the fear and worry I experienced when I first became a mom was like terrifying. Wow. And what were you when afraid of? My first daughter, Abby, you know Abby, mm-hmm. she was actually a preemie. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, I forgot. Abby yeah. Was a preemie. Yeah, she was a preemie. So when we brought her home, she was like barely five pounds. Mm-hmm. And so my husband is pale. Lisa knows him. He's, He's a great <laughs> He's wide as a redheaded yeah. boy. He's like a big redheaded Nebraskan. So when mm-hmm. I brought her home, I expected her to be a little different looking, like color wise, but she was <laughs> like, she was barely five pounds and like clear. And I was like, what on earth? Like, oh what do I do with this thing? And you know, the doctors, they tell you all the most horrible things. Like right. this could happen yeah. and this could yeah. happen. You got to wake her up every hour just to make yeah. sure she's okay. So I never slept. I was mm-hmm. always concerned oh, something goodness. bad was going to yeah. happen yeah. to her. Yeah. So it was like I was literally up every hour. Even if mm-hmm. she was asleep, I'd stick mm-hmm. my finger under her nose or right. I'd stick my mm-hmm. finger, you know, hand on her yeah. chest just to see if she was breathing. Yeah. Right. And then as she got older, actually when all my kids, as they got older, and we'd go to the park or something, and I was like the typical helicopter mom, mm. yeah. circling. And I'm not talking about when they're just like two or three. I mean, she was old enough to look at me and go, Mom, seriously, get a grip. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm good. Yeah. Go sit over there, yeah. like on the bench with all the other moms. You're embarrassing me, like seriously. And I tried to choose peace by controlling the situation. Mm. Wow. If I could be there, right. Right. then they're okay. Right. right? Yes. And I remember reading Philippians 4, 6 and 7 that says, Be anxious for nothing, mm-hmm. but in everything, mm. with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Yeah. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Yeah. You're and stepping so, all up in my business. Mm. That was just mean. Well, I'm sorry. This is like, I was like yeah. reading through what so we were going to talk about today. And I was like, so this good. is convicting for me. Because so I think we all battle this in different yeah. areas of our life where we try to choose our peace right. by controlling the situation. Right. Right. Instead of choosing our peace, like Philippians says, with prayer and thanksgiving. Yes. Yes. So in the morning, praying for my kids, like, Father, you've got them. Mm-hmm. I pray protection over yeah. them. I pray protection over my heart and my yeah. mind. I thank you for protecting them. Mm -hmm. I thank you for protection 
over my heart and Thank mind. Thank you that Abby yes. came home. Yes. Yeah. That's, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> Beautiful kid. Yes, like none of my pregnancies were easy, but that was, that was a real difficult one. But I remember telling other moms mm-hmm. early on, like I was having these fears and concerns. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, oh, it's okay. You're living in wisdom. And I'm like, no, there's a difference between yeah. living right. with wisdom yeah. and right. living in fear. Yes. Right. Yeah. Living in yeah, fear is enemy-led, right? right? I mean, yes. there's a, a lot of chaos, a lot right. of unrest. Yes. Right. Whereas when we're living in wisdom, we're being led by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Right. And that brings so much peace. Right. So I think choosing peace, it's so important that we choose peace mm-hmm. that's led with wisdom of the Holy Spirit and not choose peace by controlling situations right. because of worry from the enemy. Right. Right. Love that you mentioned rest because you know, contextually, more often than not in scripture, peace is tied to rest. Mm-hmm. And you think, man, what are we all crying yes. out for, especially in a first world country? We're all like, I just need a little more rest. I just need a more rest. You don't get rest mm-hmm. apart right. from the peace true holistic body, mind, and spirit rest. You don't get it apart from the work and person of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and go in your will, not mine. Mm-hmm. You know, even with my kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So good. I think when I have struggled with worry and I definitely resonate with you, I do something that might be a little bit odd, but I, I in times and seasons of my life, I'll get my journal out and I'll ask the question, what am I really afraid of? Mm-hmm. Like, this sounds a little odd, but I go all the way down the rabbit hole yeah. with Jesus. Yeah. And I go, um, I go to the kind of the worst case scenario, mm-hmm. just for me, yeah. down at the bottom of the rabbit hole, and I find yeah. that he is there at the bottom of yes. the rabbit hole. Wow. So good. Yes. And it's the sense of this moment is bearable because you are with me in this moment. But even if this moment doesn't turn out the way I want it to or think it should, this moment is okay because of that eternal moment. Right. That's right. right, that's right. And somehow writing that worry out right. allows my perspective to, to shift right. toward the heavenlies where I'm already seated with him. Right. And somehow the two meet and kiss. Yeah. And so for me, just hearing you speak of worry, mm-hmm. something that's been really practical for me is, come on, get it out. Get Sit it with out. Jesus, yeah. get it out. write yeah. it out. Yeah. Right. And then I began to yeah. read in these psychological journals that when people will write out their worry, their fear, their concern, right. even their trauma, yeah. right. that there are actually psychological changes and the immune system is yeah. boosted. And I'm going, God, you got there first. Right. That's right. Write the That's vision right. and make, make it plain, right? right. And it's so, not like he doesn't know anyway. That's right. right. He's already right. there. He's already and there. so he's already there. And so uh, that's just a little practical t- yeah. tip right. that has yeah. helped me uh, when I'm really, really, really caught in the bondage of anxiety. Yeah. Write it I out. I love what was so practical for me was that God had been begin to teach you that it's not if then, it's yeah. even if. Right. That even was if. kind of same, yeah, same thing. vein yeah. of what yeah. you're saying, but yeah. I was like, man, that, that spoke to me. Yeah. But the yeah. journaling, that's a powerful tool. Yeah. And through this pandemic year, oh yeah. I mean, I've been a Christian a long time. I'm a grandma. I've been a long time. But through this pandemic, we've had some extra time. Yeah. And yes, all the science says that when we do right. something with that hand-eye coordination, so you're the medical person. Right. We right. know that something shifts in our right. brain right. pathway. Right. And not only just the writing, that's been like miraculous for me in my life right. through this season, but also speaking mm-hmm. and what 100%. we yes. hear yes. ourselves yes. say. Oh, yes. And 100%. this yes. verse really speaks 
spoke to me about seeking and pursuing peace yes. because keep your tongue from evil mm-hmm. and your mm-hmm. lips from speaking deceit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, that right there, deceit, deceit to myself yeah. is right. what That's I good. think. Right. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace yes. mm-hmm. and pursue it. And right there, when Karen was talking, I thought to myself, seeking peace. In other words, I have to want it. And again, as women, we can be a little bit drama prone. Mm -hmm. I I would go so far as to be a little bit out there and suggest that some girls might actually like drama. And they kind of raise up that emotional quotient to the place where if I could just bring the drama back on me. And so there can be some Mm -hmm. pretty heavy duty Mm -hmm. drama queens in our world. And we have to ask ourselves, is that me? Right. Right. Am I the one in my family, in my marriage, in my workplace? And then we have to wait. Now, wait a minute. You know, God, you're, Mm. are you out there? And the question is, are, Mm. are my behaviors pursuing peace? Right. Or am I speaking deceitful things? You know, I'm a loser. Right. Yes. I hate my job. I hate right. my right. husband. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. He's right. the problem. Yeah. Right. Or am I pursuing right. what yeah. is already ours? I, right. I love that you talk about speaking it. Yeah. You know, you and I were talking off camera earlier today about how important it is for yes. mothers in the house. I'm 57. So Rob and I are about the same age. She yeah, just has right. better skin, <laughs> oh, higher sure. metabolism. But I'm way older. But we were talking about how I wish when I was your age, Uh, that older women who loved Jesus had said to me with authenticity, it just gets better. It gets better and better and better because I feel like culture tells us Oh, women, it just gets harder and harder, and then you lose your metabolism. And then after 50, it's right. kind of all downhill from there. Enjoy it while you're and, young. And that is not biblically defensible. No. You know, Scripture says the days ahead of you are going to be better than your days. Yes. Right. Caleb said, I want even higher country at 82. Right. Because I've got more heart now. Right. I was, um, right before I got sick, I was at an event in California with some dear, dear friends. But it was kind of older sisters and, and younger sisters who were, who were in uh, ministry leadership. And one of these just precious young pumpkins, who's like a little sister to me, has a, a huge global ministry. She came up and was sharing some things, and I just put my hands on the side of her face. I just felt like such a mama in that moment. And I said, honey, it's going to be okay. Yes. And she just stopped mid-sentence and fell into my arms and sobbed. And she said, all I needed was somebody to say it's going to be okay. And I do think we, you said we get to wake up and choose every day. You can choose to speak peace Mm -hmm. that's genuine and honest. I can say it's going to be okay because I'm 57 years old, been walking with Jesus for 52. I can look back over my life and tell you I've never seen his back. He has never abandoned me. His grace has always been sufficient. We can speak that to each other or we can stir up drama. Right. And I really have to guard my tongue. And I think we've got to guard our thumbs. 
yeah. nowadays. Because oh, yes. I'm telling you, I've never seen more oh, division yep. and drama on yep. social media yes. that I think also, if the first thing you're doing when you get up in the morning is yep. looking yep. at your phone, right. I'm scroll. like, honey, that's immediately going to rob your peace. Yep. That's Absolutely. Immediately. That's right. yeah. Unless that's you're right. picking up your phone to do a devotional or read God's Word on your phone, right. That's right. don't first thing in the morning go to the internet or the news. Right. First thing in the morning, go to Jesus mm recalibrate your heart and your mind back to who he is and what he's called right. us to, and then let the worries of the day fall into place. Right. Lisa, you have done that for me in so many ways of like just being that bigger sister that will walk and say, hey, I've been there and girl, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's going to be good. You're okay. Yeah. And I think that's what we need. And I yeah. think sometimes we do need to speak it out or write it out. And part of the reason we do that is because anything that's held in the dark, the enemy still yeah. has power Amen. up. That's right. And so when we stay in our heads, right. I do this with my husband. I'll get really toxic thoughts of, you know, insecurities and different things. Right. And I'll have to go to him and I'll be like, I know I'm about to sound crazy, mm-hmm. but I have to get this out to the yeah. light. Yeah. That's yeah. where I can that's win. That's right. I can't win that's when it's good. in my head. That's I can't right. I can't get myself so out of there. Right. I just keep spiraling deeper and deeper. Yeah. So I'll go to yeah. him and I'll be like, okay, here's what I have to say. And he's gotten really good about it now. When we were first married, he was always like, you think like that? And I'm like, that didn't help. That did not help at all. Could you just be like, wow, that's really gross. That's, we should think like this, you know, whatever. And so now he's super gracious with me. But as soon as I get it out, it's like light takes over and Jesus uh, says, so oh, it's cool. mine. Because if yeah. it's in the dark, he has mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know, you're talking about when you wake up, you grab your phone. We actually were talking about this off camera this morning. And early on, my husband and I used to read our phones like for the Bible every morning. Mm-hmm. And I got to the place mm-hmm. where the Lord convicted me of this because my daughter just thought I was on my phone all the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she just began to say, yep. mom, why are you always on your phone? She had no idea. Mm-hmm. So she wanted a phone because she saw something changing in me, mm-hmm. but she didn't know why wow. what was changing. Wow. The next generation needs for us to pick up a physical Bible and let them watch us read it. So they're inspired to say, hey, I don't go to a phone. I was going to the Bible, but your your perception of me was that I was going to my phone for Mm -hmm. peace. When I wasn't actually going there, I was going to the Word of God. So now as I'm learning and they're watching and they're hearing what I'm saying, I'm Mm -hmm. saying, hey, when I'm stressed, here's where I'm going. I need a word from God that's going to nourish my heart, that's going to lead me to the next place. I need something to water me and it can't come from my phone. And I'm not knocking the phone. I am in the younger generation. I'm always on my phone. I use my Bible on my phone all the time. But I learned that if it was the only place I was using, I'm not equipping the next generation to go somewhere. You know, I always tease and say, if your only Bible has an on and off switch, that's like a man in short shorts. It's just sad. (laughs) Because I'm a huge (laughs) proponent of brick and mortar Bibles. Yes. There will be seasons you can't sleep if your Bible's not on your chest. You need to be reminded of God's promises in a mm-hmm. tangible way. This is not a rule book. No. Right. It's not a textbook. It's not a collection of morality tales. It's life. Yes. Yes. And it's a love story. It it's is. a divine love story on every page. Mm-hmm. But I hadn't thought of what we're representing that you could legitimately, as a mom, be doing a devotional or be reading a sermon or listening to a sermon but your kids still associate that with you're on your mm-hmm. phone. Yes. And, and when they so pick it up, our they kids, just Google something Or else. our friends. Yes. <laughs> you know, if you're yeah. waiting yeah. in the carpool line, if you're yeah. on a break mm-hmm. at work, take a little trim line Bible just yes. so the world goes, mm. oh, she was doing something other than mm-hmm. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, oh, I do think that's profound. And I think we've gotten as a culture so used to listening to podcasts instead yes. of... Yeah listening to God preach just yes. through his word. And right. I'm not knocking podcasts or yes. blogs or anything else. Right. But those are just 
they're like color commentary. Right. This is the truth. Yes. yes. This is what waters our souls and our minds and reminds us, like you said, of what he's already done. Yeah. Right. That I have access to this because he loves me and he's already right. accomplished it on my behalf. The scripture teaches that I am an eternal Spirit, yes, and right. when we get spirit, saved, yeah. our spirit right. is righteous. That's so right. when we need communication yeah. with God, how does he communicate with us? Well, the answer is spirit to mm, spirit right. is what the that's Bible right. teaches. Right. And then I have a soul, and then I live in a body. Right. But yeah. we yes. have it out of order, don't we? Do. We, we, we sure constantly do. are talking about the other and. If we would take time, and this is why if we don't allow the word yeah. mm. to actually get in Permeate. us, yeah. yes. and I think sometimes even as a pastor, it's about preparing a word. Mm. It's about getting the outline. It's a lot of that. Duty. And I grew yeah. up in church. Right. I even memorized scripture. Yeah. But right. did I actually mm. feed right. my yeah. spirit? Mm. And yeah. we have to bring our spirit to a place where it can be strengthened. That's right. Right. And that's how we hear from God. Yeah. And right. that's a new word that's come to me through mm -hmm. this right. pandemic mm -hmm. that I'm going to live forever. Woohoo! Right. Yeah. My yeah. spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So how can right. I find this yeah. energy right. source? Right. Well, right. Robin, just pick up yeah. the yeah. Bible. Right. 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 And, and, and it sustains you. Mm, you know, yes. I bet you a nickel we've got a bunch of people listening who have trouble sleeping. Yeah. You know what God told me years ago, because I it's like I got to this certain point in my life, which it's still all good. But I'd been this great sleeper, and all of a sudden, my hormones started ch changing, and I was just like, well, what do we do at 3 o'clock morning? Just wide awake, and I'd do everything they said to do, and the no blue light, and the clothes, just all the things, all the smells, all the essential mm. oils, and I would just still be just wide awake. And the Lord just whispered, listen to my voice. And I started playing the Bible on my iPad yeah, yeah. at night in my room, just That's softly, great. not so loud right. that it was distracting. Softly, I mean, there were mornings I'd wake up and go, I am so refreshed. Yeah. You know, the saints, the old saints used to in Latin say, not read the Bible, eat right. the Bible. Mm. Lecto divinia, there, there's mm. a, you, right. you ingest yes. God's yes. word. And I thought I probably wouldn't be jamming so many carbs right. into this jar yeah. of clay if I'd spend more time actually, you know how cows, what is they called? Not ruminate. What do they do Chew with the cud? cud? Chew they, yeah. Cud. Yeah. they chew it Chew for a long time. time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's what we need to do with right. God's word is it's not a verse for the day. No. Right. It's you marinate yes. in who he is. If we would just spend a little more time leaning into the love that you find in yes. this yeah. divine love story, yes. I, I think it would change the trajectory of every day that, that reminds, we have. That reminds me in Luke 10, I want to kind of merge what you guys were talking mm. about. His presence is so vital when we talk about peace. Mm. Because without his presence, there is no peace. That's right. right. So I think of Luke 10, the story of, of uh, Mary and Martha, yeah. right? Yeah. Jesus comes to visit. Martha's doing all the things, getting ready, just like we do as women. We're doing all right. the things, yeah. right? and all right. the things ready, all of yeah. our different roles. Right. Right. right, Mary was sitting at his feet. Mm. And what did Jesus say? Mary has chosen That's right. what is better. Mm. That's right. right. So it's better to sit at his feet. Yeah. It's life-giving 
to sit at his feet. It's hard to figure that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but you know what, yeah. to your point, when you're talking about, I think with age, <laughs> yeah, wisdom. Yeah. I'm yeah. not that far behind you. Um, but it's like that comes with wisdom because when you live enough life to know that when I haven't sat still in mm-hmm. his presence, right. nothing else moves right. forward. Right. Nothing else matters. Right. Nothing else functions right. There right. is no peace to be had if I haven't sat still in his presence. Right. And to your point, that was something the Lord was showing me too, Elaine, several years ago. My kids are a little bit older than yours, but several years ago, I remember the Lord convicting me to not do my quiet times only mm-hmm. before they were awake or after right. they went to sleep, but to do it in front of them. Right. Mm. Yes. To open good. the word of God. Yeah. So good. Yes. To see th- me reading and highlighting and underlining, mm-hmm. journaling. So I would write out scriptures on mm-hmm. little note cards, mm-hmm. paste them mm-hmm. all over the mm-hmm. house mm-hmm. in their room. When, I, when yeah. I share the story at the beginning of the segment, about that worry and that fear when she was little. And I remember I used to write out scriptures over her and put it on the bottom of her crib and paste Mm. them there. And we still have it on our little guy's crib now. He's only two, but I have carried on that tradition because when we're in the presence of God, it becomes real to us. And when it's real to us, it becomes real to everybody else that we come into contact with starting in our homes. Mm -hmm. And that trust comes, that peace, comes because we're just like, all right, God, regardless of what happens today, you've got it. I'm going to choose peace that comes from your presence and your presence alone. I've started a lot. Missy's picked it up because sometimes my mind goes in a hundred different directions. And and sometimes I think just old shame issues. If I can figure it out, I feel like I can be safe, you know. Mm -hmm. And sometimes what I remember, what I really hang on to, what my heart hangs on to is is the simple things. And I've started saying for the last couple of years, you've got it and you're for me. Because I think for years I thought, man, I'm so fortunate to be in the kingdom of God. He knows what a mess I was. I'm afraid if I don't work really hard, he'll kind of regret his decision to lower the bar and let me in. And so I could preach grace. I could talk mm-hmm. about the kindness of God for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, I never felt like I was good enough for God. And to actually get to the point that I believe he's got it. He's sovereign. His ways are above right. ours. His heavens are above the earth. Ultimately, ultimately, yes. ultimately yeah. everything will work out for our good and his glory. We'll groan inwardly. We always forget the beginning of Romans 8. <laughs> Life is hard, but, but God is good. Yeah. But I've forgotten. I think the second part is important. He's for me. Yes. He's for me. He's not just the sovereign God in control of the universe. He loves me and he knows my name and I'm his beloved. And that used to feel selfish to even proclaim in my own heart and mind. But you know, Robin, we talked about speaking the truth. Oh, absolutely. When I couldn't say anything in the hospital because I didn't have breath, and when I'd gotten a really bad report, I just started saying, Psalm 139, I didn't have any breath. It was, oh, Lord, Mm -hmm. you know me. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. When I was, I mean, I just went through Psalm 139, 1 through 17. I stop at 17 because that's where David gets mad and says, do I not hate (laughs) those who hate you? And that's not as peaceful to me. But the first 17 (laughs) verses. But sometimes I have to speak it to remind myself he's for me. He's got this. He's, He's for me. I actually just had this conversation with another friend because she said, I just don't, I don't see myself as worthy. Everyone else is worthy, but I don't find myself worthy. Mm -hmm. And I just remember that moment saying, you can only take people as far as you're willing to go for yourself. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Right. And so the fact that we've all come to a place to say, God, I'm willing to trust enough in your peace yeah. Yeah. to say you're for me and I'm yeah. worthy enough of your love means mm -hmm. I can tell someone else yeah. that and it actually right. comes off authentic right. yeah. and genuine and yeah. not just me right. preaching right. to tell you right. what the Bible says, right. but telling you, no, this is how my life has yeah. genuinely be changed because of that. Yeah. Because I now know you really are for me. Yeah, mm -hmm. because you've lived it. Yeah. You know, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the mm -hmm. word of our testimony. And that testimony is so important. We're talking about peace and how to cultivate it, how to choose it, how to prioritize it, how to have it in our lives. Yes, he's got it. Yes, he's for me. Yes, he loves us. Yes, he wants the best mm -hmm. for us. And all we need to do is have enough trust right. in him to handle it and to give it to him, to cast our cares on him. Yeah. For he cares for us. When you're writing it down, right. let it all right. out yeah. because it's not like he doesn't know anyway. That's right, right. <laughs> but it's good for us yes, right. to do it. It's yeah. releasing for us right. to do it. And I think that's where it makes it a lot easier than mm -hmm. all the things that we're sharing with other mm -hmm. people to take it for ourselves and Absolutely. go, oh, this applies Absolutely. to yeah. me as well, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. right? Choosing peace is so life-changing. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. And I'd love to pray over us. Father, I thank you so much for this day. I thank you for this amazing conversation that we've had together of choosing your peace and how your presence is unmatchable. There is nothing like your presence. In your presence is fullness of joy. In your presence is all that we need. Thank you for the reminder that you are for us. Yes. No matter yes. what the enemy throws our way, yes. you are on our side. You yes. will fight our battle. And many yes. times all we need to do is be still mm. in your presence. Mm -hmm. So Father, today, whoever is watching, mm -hmm. whoever is hearing this, Father, that they, you will give them the strength that they need through your beautiful Holy Spirit to choose peace in their mm. lives today. Jesus. For it's in your beautiful name that we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.